Hey guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about how to trust. Trusting people is a really difficult thing sometimes, especially if you've been hurt in the past. And I don't know anyone that hasn't been hurt in some way or shape or form in the past, but some of us have been hurt a lot more than others. And I know I told you my story a little bit the other day about someone who was questioning my own integrity. The situation is kind of unfolded now, so I feel like I can tell you a little more about it. And I don't do this to wrap the other person out or, or you know, make someone else feel bad. The reason that I share my story is because I feel like there are probably people out there who are going through the same thing, and this might be able to help them. So anytime I ever talk about people on my podcast, it's not to put them down. It's simply because I feel like there's a message out there for someone else who may be going through a similar situation, and maybe this will help that person. So what I was talking about the other day, uh, so I, I actually, I was starting to date someone online, and we uh, had been talking for a few months, and it was going great, and we were even making plans to try to meet. And then um, just a few weeks ago, this person started not trusting me, like where I said I was going, you know, if I was going out with my family, that they didn't trust that I was actually out with my family. And their only proof of not trusting me was that I went longer than five minutes answering a text. It was something similar to that. Or they didn't think that my story added up because I left out a detail in the story that after I said, well, I didn't mention this and here's why, crazy. It was totally crazy. I absolutely was where I said I was. I was doing the things I said I was doing. This person was being extremely uh, untrustworthy themselves. They didn't trust me. They were being very um, needy in that way. So it became kind of a, a sticking point for me. And I really started to feel like this was not the situation that I wanted to be in. I didn't want somebody constantly questioning me. I know my worth, and I'm not going to put up with something like that. So it became more of an issue because it happened more than one time. And so then I started thinking about the visiting, and I was like, yeah, I really don't feel comfortable doing that now since you know, the saw has come up. I feel like this is not the same person that I was talking to. You know, something's changed, which of course in turn caused my feelings to change. And I was also trying to listen to my intuition. You know, I'll give someone a chance once, but I, I'm the type of person that, and this is who I am now. Seven months ago, eight months ago, I was the type of person who would have given multiple chances and been walked all over. That's not me anymore. Now I know my worth, and I would not ever put myself in that situation. So I you know, told this person, I, look, I don't appreciate how you're treating me, and I'm not going to put up with that. So that was an opportunity for the behavior to change, and it didn't. It changed for like a few days and then did not change. So I just decided that, you know, and told this person I just needed time to think, and I didn't, I didn't want to do this anymore. So I just, you know, said, not really knowing where it was going, but just said that I, I was not going to be coming to visit. And 
the talking was kind of, you know, we didn't talk much like we did, but uh, it was like, okay, we're going to chat tomorrow and talk about all of this. Well, in the meantime, then this person, you know, I went home, did my thing with my kids, took care of them, just, you know, focused on myself. This person went out, and then the next day told me that, oh, by the way, I kissed somebody, and it didn't mean anything, but because I'm not pursuing this, but this is what happened. So just another confirmation to me with this intuition that this is not the person for me. Like, I'm not going to be with somebody who does that. So uh, things ended, which they should have. And the thing about it is I should be really sad about it, but more importantly, I was really proud of myself because I ended that a lot sooner than I probably would have in the past. And I was very proud of myself for that because it's very empowering to stand up for yourself, to speak your truth. And I had to use my intuition to help me do that because without it, I might not have seen through this person. I would have just, you know how it is, you're stuck in the honeymoon phase where everything's wonderful and great and you want to try to see the great in everyone. But you really have to be careful in those first stages because everything seems so great, but you've got to look for the red flags. And that was uh, synchronicity that kept coming up for me, too, that I was paying attention to. I kept hearing that different places, like, look for the red flags. And it wasn't even about a relationship. Uh, somebody was talking about, like, a contract or something, and they were like, look for the red flags. But to me, I took that as a sign, and I heard it a few other places, and I thought, okay, you know, this is definitely a sign for me. And I was listening to my in intuition and, and listening and looking for signs. So it all came together. And if I hadn't been paying attention, if I hadn't been listening to my intuition, it might not have. And I might have gone a lot longer in this relationship than I would have wanted to. And it could have been a lot more painful and hurtful when it ended, but it wasn't because I, I was paying attention. And so I feel like maybe some of you need to hear that too, because especially in today's world, you don't know who people are and they can say they're one thing and be something else. You really have to rely on your intuition and trust that as long as you're calling on your angels for guidance and asking for their protection, the universe has your back. You know, they are going to try to steer you away from people like that. If you ask for guidance, you'll get the signs and you'll know. But I thought that led to a great topic today, which was how do you trust somebody then again when someone breaks your trust? And it, it might not necessarily be the same person you're dealing with. <clears throat> it might be that now I have to trust people in general and I don't know how to trust them after so many people have broken my trust. So I thought I would talk about some things that you can do to be able to trust. But the most important thing that I'm going to tell you is to make sure that you're listening to your intuition and that you're taking time to just sit in stillness and listen to that inner voice because it will not steer you wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's just a habit you need to get into. And we talked about doing that yes and no practice where you sit in silence and you ask yourself yes and feel what that feels like in your body and then say no and feel like what that feels like in your body. And then when you ask the question, you know, asking a question like, 
is this relationship right for me? Getting the yes or no response physically. So, um, as far as trusting people when you're in relationships, I know there are a lot of people who are still out there looking for their soulmate, looking for a partner, and it's hard to find somebody these days, it just is. But there are some things you can do to help you in that regard. If you're still looking for your soulmate, you can totally ask the angels for help in that area. You can ask that you know they bring your soulmate to me. And you have to remember that it's when they're ready. Because, for example, in this relationship, this person is not ready. And it didn't work out because if this person had been secure and had been ready, none of the things that happened would have happened. You don't want to have that. So you want someone who's mature and ready for a relationship. But you could actually write your angels a letter and pour your heart out in the letter telling them, you know, what, what you want out of your soulmate. And something like, I know that my soulmate's looking for me and I am looking for him or her. Thank you for guiding us in meeting. Thank you for allowing us to experience a joyful and harmonious relationship. Um, and again, focusing on the divine timing because that is so important. If it isn't the divine timing, if it is not time for you to meet your soulmate, it's going to be met with a lot of disaster because it's all about healing. You have to be healed. Your partner has to be healed. So to keep that in mind, you can ask the angels for help, but then also you have to learn to let go of control and sit back and wait for that to happen. But I love the idea of writing a letter, and you could even write a letter to your soulmate. It's a great idea. And for those of you who are the Hallmark movie channel romantics out there, you'll like doing that anyway. It's kind of fun. So just sit and write your soulmate letters and letting them know that you're waiting for them and you know how much you already love them and what you'll do together, those kinds of things. Uh, and then it's not necessarily something you have to show your soulmate when it, he or she shows up, but it's just something that you could do uh, while you're waiting. The other thing you need to do is make sure that you have forgiven the people who need forgiving. I definitely will have to go back and forgive this person, and uh, yeah, I'm going to do that for sure. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the other thing you need to make sure of is that you are not resentful towards people. And if you're having a hard time letting go of resentment and anger from the past, you can ask the archangels to help you let go of that. And it's really best if you pray this before you go to bed, because when you go to sleep, you're more receptive to any words of wisdom, any advice, any guidance that comes to you. But you can ask Archangel Michael and Archangel uh, Jeremiah to help you in releasing any and all toxins that are keeping you blocked or stuck. So you could say aloud or silently, I ask that you clear away any old anger, pain, resentment, bitterness, or unforgiveness from my mind, body, and emotions, and exchange them for peace. And release anything that may be blocking me of my peace, especially with relationships. And when you do that and say that at night, um, they can help you to clear those old behavior patterns and those old thoughts 
and emotions towards people that are no longer serving you and that are really keeping you blocked. The other thing you could do is you could uh, have Reiki if you wanted to try Reiki because it's great for healing old emotional wounds. But the thing you need to remember is that innately you need to trust someone until they break your trust. But, and this is a big but, make sure you are listening to your intuition. You know, there are sometimes people you meet that as soon as you meet them, they just make you feel like, eh, like I don't trust that person. So keep that in mind because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where if they broke your trust, it would hurt a lot. So if you get that feeling around somebody, don't ignore that. That's a sign from your, you know, yourself, your higher self, that this person is not to be trusted. But don't go up to every person with the thought that I can't trust you. That's not good either. So you want to display trust with people until you don't have their trust. And again, listening to your intuition all along the way. And if it feels wrong to you and they're, you know, they may not give you anything concrete that you could put your finger on that you don't trust, but if your guidance is telling you don't trust this person, you need to listen to it. It's usually not wrong. But another thing we can do is to do an EFT tapping, which is that emotional freedom technique. So I created one today for you to help you try to learn how to trust people again. It really all has to do with our inner child. The whole reason that we don't trust people is because we learn how to trust when we're little. We don't have anyone to take care of us when we're very, very little, except our parents and those adults who are around us who protect us. And for some of us, those people didn't always do that for us. They didn't do a great job of protecting us, and it might not be through any fault of their own, or in some situations, yeah, it is their fault. They didn't do their job, and they didn't protect you. So that inner child wasn't protected. So you start to build up walls, because no one took care of that inner child. The thing is, as you grow up and you become an adult, it becomes your job to take care of your inner child. And so as an adult, we cannot blame our parents any longer for not protecting us. And sometimes it is ourselves that don't protect our own inner child because we are making decisions that we know are not in our highest good. And because of the experiences that we have that are negative, we have wounded our inner child and our inner child no longer trusts. So what we have to do is to build up that self-love and to take care of our inner selves, take care of our inner child. And remember, one of the ways we said to do that is to take care of yourself and to make sure that you are not overgiving of yourself, that you're setting healthy boundaries. Because when you have your healthy boundary up, it's like having a fence around your inner child. You're protecting that inner child from people coming in and trying to take advantage of you. When you're constantly telling people, yes, you'll do things that you don't want to do, you're telling your inner child no. And it's things like that that cause us really to not trust because we're, we're constantly being hurt when we allow others to take advantage of us. 
So I thought I would do a tapping with you today to help your inner child and to help your inner child learn to trust once more. And that's one of the things you can do. You can do meditation. Again, you could do Reiki if you wanted to have a cord cutting where you ask Archangel Michael and Archangel Uriel to come in and to cut the cords of the negative people and things and situations that are still keeping you stuck. So, if you're ready, we can go ahead and start doing the tapping. And remember, you can do this anywhere. You can even do it while you're driving. Just be careful if you're driving and make sure you're still staying focused on the road. If you are driving, you might want to come back and do this again because it's hard to totally focus on this if your focus is also on the road. So you might want to come back and do this again later. And this EFT will be here anytime. And uh, it's, I always am amazed at how much they help when we do these. So we're going to go ahead and start. And remember, you just repeat after me. You are going to start on the karate chop, which is the side of the hand. Just start tapping, and I'll tell you where to tap next. And just repeat what I say. And remember that as you're tapping, and as you do meditation and tapping and Reiki and all of that, you're releasing toxins from within your body. You're releasing emotions that aren't serving you. So you may feel, you may have some sadness. You may start to cry. You may yawn a little bit. Or you may, you may feel like you need to um, drink water and things like that after this. Because when you're releasing those toxins from the body, sometimes we need to flush those out. So... Uh, those are some things to be aware of. So you're going to go ahead and get started. So start on the karate chop and repeat after me. It feels like it's so hard to trust people. And I don't always feel safe. I'm afraid that people will take advantage of me. My inner child feels scared and afraid. Even though this inner child does not feel safe, even though this inner child does not feel safe enough to trust, I choose to heal that child now. Top of the head. I have this inner child who needs to be healed. My inner child needs someone to protect him or her. Top of the eye. My inner child feels that the world is not safe. Side of the eye. My inner child, who is a part of me, has a really hard time trusting. Under the eye. My inner child is afraid to be vulnerable. Under the nose. It does not feel safe to trust even myself. Under the lip, trust opens you up to heartbreak and disappointment, and I'm just not ready to trust or be vulnerable. Collarbone, but part of me wonders what it would be like to trust, what it would be like to have deeper relationships, and wouldn't it be amazing if I could let go of my trust issues? Wouldn't it be great if I could trust myself? Under the arm. 
how great would it be if I could start trusting myself? Maybe if I trust myself and my own intuition, then I can learn to start trusting others as well. Maybe I can be fearless and be a bit more trusting. Maybe I already have everything I need within me to trust. I believe in myself, therefore I will believe in others. Just take a big deep breath and let out any worries, any stress, any anxiety, just let it all go. And take in another deep breath. And as you release that breath, let it all go. And remember that when you go to bed tonight, you can ask the angels, you can ask Archangel Michael and Archangel Jeremiah to help you release the disappointments, the resentment, the anger, the frustration, all of that. You can ask them to help you release that, to replace it with peace, and to help you learn to trust people more. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that if you guys are looking for Reiki or if you are looking to join my program of Purposeful Pilgrimage, that you will check out my website. It's just 22 days of lessons to help you improve your life in miraculous ways. And with the new year coming around, we all could start off 2019 with a bang. Hopefully much better than we started out 2018. And again, as always, if you like my podcast, please share it with others. Please leave reviews. I appreciate all of your comments and feedback. I love you guys. I'm sending you massive love and light. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.